It's Monday, March 1st, and you're listening to the Times View Media Group Daily Update, brought to you by Riverhead Ford Lincoln. Not just a better deal, a better dealership. An innovative solution to increase public space in Greenport last summer was celebrated as a pandemic success story. But village officials want to know, should the parklets return in 2021? Greenport's Business Improvement District is currently collecting responses to a survey asking that very question as they begin planning for the upcoming season. Rich Vandenberg, bid president and co-founder of Greenport Harbor Brewing Company, said Friday that they've received approximately 50 responses so far and are hoping to collect hundreds more ahead of the Board of Trustees' next work session, March 18th. He hopes village residents and business owners will participate, but is also encouraging non-residents who visited Greenport this summer to take the survey. The survey can be found at greenportvillage.com slash greenport dash parklet dash survey. Plans to redevelop Riverside, considered one of the most economically distressed areas in Suffolk County, have run into roadblocks on a number of fronts, including the lack of sewage treatment in the area, which makes large-scale development unlikely to get Suffolk County approval, and the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Franca President Vince Taldone said the final engineering plans for a new maritime park along the Peconic River in Riverside were discussed at a meeting in February 2020 and were supposed to go to the town. A year later, he said nothing's been done. He also questioned Southampton Town's pace in developing a sewage treatment plant in Riverside. The town board issued a request in August 2013 for qualifications to be the town's master developer in Riverside. A year later, it signed Renaissance Downtown's Huntington Station to fill that role and develop new zoning for Southampton, using community input to do so. The Riverside Revitalization Action Plan they developed with the town included a Riverside Overlay District that gave property owners the option to accept more stringent regulations in exchange for greater allowable density on their property. Property owners could also choose to keep the existing zoning. Mr. Taldone said he feels the town used COVID-19 as an excuse for not finishing projects. He says it still has the same number of employees during the pandemic, but some of them worked from home. Sean McLean of Renaissance Downtown said that things have been slow, but that they are still hearing from investors who are interested in Riverside. The League of Conservation Voters, which advocates for environmental issues nationally and rates elected officials on how they respond to them, has given First District Congressman Lee Zeldin one of its lowest grades. The group's 2020 ratings of House of Representatives members shows Mr. Zeldin received a 24% rating, meaning on issues important to the League, he had a pro-environment record only 24% of the time. The statewide average for House members was 86%, with two-thirds of the New York delegation scoring 100. That rating brought Mr. Zeldin to the lowest rank among the state. Oddly included in the list of legislation used in the League's ratings of Mr. Zeldin, according to the League's website, were his no votes on issues such as statehood for the District of Columbia, last year's HEROES Act, and according to the League, Mr. Zeldin's vote of no on a bill to remove Confederate statues, none of which have anything to do with the environment. However, the group noted Mr. Zeldin's lack of support for legislation phasing out harmful fishing gear, along with legislation around climate change, protecting western wilderness, and marine mammals to reach its rating. Riverhead Town on Thursday filed a federal lawsuit against three companies that manufactured products with PFAS, contaminants which have been found in town wells. The lawsuit, which seeks to recover the costs needed to protect the public and restore the damaged water supply well, names as defendants the 3M Company, DuPont, and the Comores Company, and seeks punitive damages in an amount to be determined by a jury, as well as compensatory damages. The defendants continued to sell their products, knowing it would be discharged into the land and water, according to the lawsuit, which states that two of the town's 17 wells are contaminated with PFAS. 
Expect rain and areas of fog today with a high temperature of about 47 degrees, according to the National Weather Service. The low tonight will be around 19. There's a wind advisory in effect for tonight with gusts expected to reach as high as 55 miles per hour. I'm Grant Parpen, and that's our update for Monday. Check back for more news throughout the day. Once again, today's report was brought to you by Riverhead Ford Lincoln. Not just a better deal, a better dealership.